Hey guys, it's Matt here, and I got a story for you. When I was a kid, I was playing hockey, and oh man, there was this one year, this one team, we could not beat these guys. They were all over us. There were competitive games, though. They were tight, but we just could not beat them. And I remember the last game of the year, it was up against this team, and we were gearing up. We were like, we have to get these guys. When we won that last game, it was so satisfying because we finally got the victory over the team that had dummied us, that had dominated us for so long. I think this is the same thing with sexual brokenness, with sexual sin, where there's been brokenness in our lives and the enemy has come and taken ground and he's dominated us for so long, but we get to make a difference. We get to be part of a message and a a mission of freedom. It is such a cool opportunity. So I want to invite you, men and women of any age, to be part of the Action Squad. The Action Squad is something that we're putting together right now. We're looking for 100 people to be on the Action Squad. There's going to be some competitive nature to it. There's prizes. And we're going to work together to help produce a documentary that is literally going to change the world. We're featuring stories of sexual brokenness, of people who have been restored and redeemed, reconciled to God and to people in their their lives. And we're going to feature these stories in this world-class documentary that will be a resource for churches to host movie nights, for small small groups to watch together, for families to watch and be inspired by. And it's going to highlight the problem in the church, but also show the, the power of God that is at work when we bring this stuff to light. And so if you want to be part of the Action Squad and help us put this documentary together, I would love for you to go to restoredministries.ca slash Action Squad. You can watch a 10-minute video there that I put together on what it can look like for you to join us in this mission and be part of putting this documentary together. So restoredministries.ca slash Action Squad. Hope to see you there. Welcome to the Pure Victory Podcast, full of hot tips to help you win at sex, conquer porn, and find purpose in staying free forever. Here are your hosts, Matt Klein and Braden Hafner. Hey, 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 welcome back to the Pure Victory Podcast. You're probably thinking, Matt, welcome back to you. I've been away for hey, a who while. Who is this guy? Brad has been carrying the load for us. <laughs> well, for one episode. Uh, it was such a big, big endeavor. <laughs> well, too, you, you put a little one out there. <laughs> That's true. Took some initiative. It was awesome. But guys, it's good to be back. Sorry, I took a little hiatus. And we had some family holidays this summer. That was really good and refreshing. And uh, yeah, it was needed if you haven't had a holiday for a while plan a holiday it he was... looks he looks refreshed too if you're wondering like he's just radiant <laughs> <laughs> so rested this guy i don't know what to say <laughs> <laughs> we're going to talk today about a new view of temptation changing the way that we view temptation and i think this is really foundational in in understanding lifelong freedom um and not living in fear a lot of us live in fear when we've given into temptation for so long and when we can understand Romans 12, it talks about we're transformed by the renewing of our mind. So we got to renew our minds around temptation, things that have got us down. And, you know, how did Jesus see temptation? And so I'm excited to chat through this and maybe offer a couple different ways that we can view temptation that are different than kind of how we grow up thinking about it. That's right. Yeah, I think as you're talking about that, I was thinking back how I used to view temptation. And I used to think it meant that I was sick. Um, something was wrong with me or yeah. evil about me. And if I had temptation, that was revealing some deep inner darkness of some kind. And what we know from the example of Jesus is that's not the case at all. Temptation is a very real part of our journey. Um, and it's something that <clears throat> we don't need to be as scared of, um, but we need to learn how to 
navigate temptation. And uh, it's actually a great opportunity for us to grow closer to Jesus, and not only that, grow in our maturity, in our faith, and turn away from some of these things. And, and we can get better at it as time goes on. We can recognize the signs better, be quicker. The gap shortens up a bit, and we can move towards better things than the temptation of not wallowing in it and being feeling like we're stuck and that, you know, we're always going to have this and it's just a terrible thing. And so we can learn through it. Yeah. And, and Brad and I are learning and we're in, we're in process. I'd say we're further, way further than we used to be, but not where we want to be in terms of this. And so when, uh, when I look at the first temptation ever, what was the first temptation ever with Adam and Eve? I can relate to them. Like, the enemy has got them focused on the one thing that they shouldn't be looking at, right? Right. And right. we're thinking about pornography, and all we're thinking is, oh, man, that'd be fun. Or, oh, man, I shouldn't do this. <laughs> yeah. And we're just thinking about porn. We're just staring at that one tree that God said mm-hmm. to not think about. Mm-hmm. And that's the nature of temptation when we're born into Adam, when we're doing things in the worldly way, operating in our flesh, and not really understanding the schemes of the enemy or even understanding the authority that we have. Um, in Jesus Christ. And so when we can see that, oh man, I, I view temptation like Adam and Eve. I just stare at the thing that I shouldn't look at. Yeah. Whether I'm thinking I want it or thinking that I don't want it, I'm still thinking about it yeah. and I'm staring at it. And when I'm staring at it, I'm trapped and the enemy's got me right where, where he wants me. Because even if you're resistant, but you're still staring at it, eventually you fall. You're going to give in 100%. There's a good teaching point from that because how do we typically deal with temptation? Well, we think that we got to look at that temptation and try to work our way through it that way. But that's not the model that God gives us. And, and Adam and Eve, that's a great, great um, understanding for us too, because that's exactly what they did. They, they reasoned with Satan in that moment. <laughs> and instead, if anything, I mean, the way that Jesus modeled it, 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 no, he didn't do that at all. He used the word. He attacked that temptation and he moved away from it. Like he did not reason with it. It was, it was basically, he used scripture, the word, and through that, the enemy retreated. Satan retreated from him and left him. And that's, that's the model that, that Jesus gave us. And so that's what we got to kind of learn through. And I know this takes time, you know, there's a lot of the time we, we struggle and we don't give ourselves grace. We feel so down on ourselves and, when you're learning through temptation, sometimes we got to unpack the, the times that we, we didn't do our best in that moment. We fell. We can learn from that too. And it's not that we go looking for failure, but use it. And, and then from that, we can learn the next time yeah. how we can deal with it. And that's the grace that God has given us. And Jesus is walking with us in this too. So how cool is that? He, he won't leave you in this. And that's one of the things that we can really focus on is that we can learn from Jesus and the model that he's given us. We can. And Brad, and you just referred to these two things that we want to touch on in terms of how Jesus viewed temptation or how, how we can view temptation differently. Number one is it's an opportunity to, to experience the victory that God has for us. And number two, it's an opportunity to learn. It's a learning a learning opportunity for us. So number one, let's talk through first. It's an, it's an opportunity to experience the victory that God has for us. Like what you're talking about, Jesus is tempted three times after he comes out of the wilderness, but he uses uh, scripture to fight off temptation. Now, when I first learned that, though, I started, 
I would get tempted and I'd think, okay, what's the scripture I'm going to use right now? <laughs> right. And yeah. I'd scramble, right? Yep. And scripture wasn't in me. And so mm-hmm. when you look at what Jesus did the 40 days before that, he was spending time. He was fasting, praying. He was spending time in the presence of his father. And he was getting that in him. And so once he's tempted, he's like, man, it's in me. Like the word mm-hmm. of God is in me. Mm-hmm. The spirit of God, the power of God is in me. And so when we can do that, we're setting ourselves up for so much more uh, uh, opportunity for victory when temptation comes. And so think about this, like Jesus gets tempted, but he's not scared of temptation. There's nowhere in that story where we're like, whoa, Jesus looks afraid. Like the enemy's coming, he's tempting him, and Jesus panicked in his body. Mm -hmm. Like there was none of that because Jesus saw it as, okay, I'm going to live in victory right now, and I'm going to, I'm going to maybe even show the enemy or show my father or whatever, be an example to others of the victory that my father has for me. And so when we get tempted, I I think so often when we've been burned by temptation and given in for so long, we feel defeated instantly. We're like, oh, I'm getting tempted again. And, and we feel defeated or we feel mm-hmm. weak. Why is this happening? But I think God wants to redeem everything. Yeah. And so he wants to redeem even the moments that have gotten us down before. So when we get tempted, even when we're living in victory and freedom for a long time, it's an opportunity to go, man, God, look at where you've brought me. Mm-hmm. Look at what you've done in my life. And I don't need to be scared of this anymore. I'm responding so differently. And this doesn't have the same hold on me as it used to. That's right. That's right. And one of the really cool things, the fear aspect of this is sometimes we think it reveals an inner darkness about us and that we're broken and, and whatever else. And that's what temptation is revealing. But that's not the case as we talked about before. But um, on, in the same thread, one of the really neat things about this is um, temptation is one of those times where there's a teaching point for us, for sure. God's teaching us through it. We're growing through it. Um, and we talked about this, the opportunity that God uses to help draw us closer to him. So it's an opportunity for us to draw closer to Jesus. And he's the one who through, I mean, through him, we overcome. We overcome through him. And we can't do it alone. So that's one of the big teaching points is our, our dependency on Jesus. And and I think sometimes a temptation, we think it's a willpower thing, yeah. right? Like the willpower thing, you know, I'll tell you where our willpower comes into play here. Uh, look into God. That's where our willpower comes in. We have to make that choice um, daily um, to, to lean on Jesus and be dependent upon him. But when temptation comes, it's not like this battle of the wills where we have to be stronger than the temptation in front of us on our own because we're not. And if we get that, Jesus is the one that has the strength, not us. And when we depend on him, we learn so much because we realize, okay, less of me, more of him. What does that look like in this moment? Well, in the past, maybe what we did with the willpower aspect is I got to white knuckle it, grit my teeth and hope that I can withstand this onslaught of temptation and we find out that doesn't work, right? I'm, I've been there. Matt's been there. We think we can withstand that onslaught of the temptation, and we realize we can't. I mean, it's so interesting. The Bible talks about, you know, with sexual immorality, we need to flee from that. We don't have the willpower or the strength to withstand that. And so when we lean on God, we understand that he is the one that has the strength. So ask yourself that question. What does that mean for me in the day in and day out of depending on God? He's going to help you through that. He'll reveal that to you. And, and that's the question we have for you. Uh, you can learn through this and don't be afraid, as Matt was saying. Yeah, it's interesting in scripture. There's a spirit of fear. It says you don't have a spirit of fear. You have a sound mind. 
Yeah. So there's a difference. There's it's an opposite. There's a spirit of fear on one side, and there's mm-hmm. a sound mind on the other. Yeah. And do you have a sound mind? Are you submitting even in Romans eight? Um, I think it is when uh, the mind governed by the spirit is peace. Do you have peace? Like, are, do you have an inner peace when you feel tempted, or even before you feel tempted? Mm-hmm. So you're setting yourself up for that victory in the Lord, right? And so when guys are to say, you know, a lot of people will give in even just to masturbation to say, man, I've just, I was tempted for so long. I needed the release. I needed to relieve myself of the anxiety. Yep. And yeah. you think it just went for hours. I was fighting this for hours. And so to flip that is like, okay, in the midst of temptation, when you rely on Jesus, like Brad and you're talking about, it's like, were you worshiping? Like that's three hours of a reminder to mm-hmm. worship and to reach out to God. Yep temptation is if you're not tempted you're not necessarily even reminded of your weakness and <laughs> your right. dependency on jesus great point but when yeah. you're tempted it's like man i'm getting constantly reminded yes. that i need jesus and i'm just going to worship him and thank him and praise him wow. and in scripture it says that god won't tempt us the enemy does but he'll always give us god will always give us a way out yep. and jesus says he is the way so there's the way out that's practical i mean there's always like you can there's those moments of clarity where you can close your computer. There's a moment, of, uh, there's a thought where you're searching up porn on your phone. You're like, oh, I could just put my phone down right now. Mm-hmm. And there's that moment where you got to seize the moment, Brad, and you are talking about earlier. Like yeah. you got to seize the moment when that comes. But there's also um, like there's the practical things like that. Like you could leave the room. There's a way out. But there's also Jesus is the way. Like you can learn to worship in those times. You could mm-hmm. learn to pray and just, I remember, I don't do this as much anymore, but one of my responses a couple of years ago when I would get tempted was like, God, I'm I'm here to glorify you in everything I do and I'm going to glorify you in this moment. Yeah. Yeah. And that would just be something that I would say each time I would get tempted. And it just refocused me to looking at all of the other trees in the garden, yeah. not just the one that I shouldn't be looking at. Yeah, very true. Well, and then seizing the moment, we flee from the sexual um, temptation. Um, and where do we flee, though? It's not an absence or a vacuum that we flee into. It's into the arms of Jesus. That's where we go. And so the worship we we're talking about, the gratitude that we have, when we do that, we reframe everything. Totally. And if we just flee and we run out of the house and we're running to nothing, you're just going to come back into the house eventually and you're going to go to the laptop again, right? Right. If you flee yeah. practically, but but like in your mind, in your spirit, yep. you're not connected mm-hmm. with Jesus. Yeah, you'll come back and fall. That's you'll what you're saying, back. eh? That's right. And because uh, that's, a, that's a willpower thing. And hey, you leave the house, is that a bad decision? No. But there's other decisions that have to come out of that. And that's where we have to go to God. So sometimes we miss that with temptation is, yes, we have to flee from those times where say you're on your laptop at two in the morning. You got to flee from that. We can't just sit there staring at the screen and hope that we have enough willpower to withstand that. Not going to work. But yeah, leaving the house, hey, that could be a great decision. But what happens after that? Because you got to come back eventually. (laughs) And if you're flooded at this point of with the temptation and you're just, you're going to be drawn back in again. But when you worship, when you have gratitude, when you go to the word, when you do those things that you lean into God, everything gets reframed. And it's transformative. It really is. And that's the key here. Temptation. I mean, we can learn and the opportunity, it can be transformative. It's not just a willpower thing. And transforming our heart is what God really is focused on, making us more like him. And that's a great teaching point for us. And it changes things, actually. Temptation. We used to think, again, it's this white knuckle thing. There was this movie years ago. I don't remember the title of it. It was a terrible movie. Terrible movie. The premise of it, though, and uh, it was this guy who I think he made this 
kind of bet that he wouldn't masturbate for 40 days or something. Really oh, stupid. Yeah. yeah. I remember this movie. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, the, the world, the way it views this is that he's a wreck of a man. Like by the time that 40th day comes around, whatever it was, he couldn't do anything. His mind was absolutely mush. Like, <laughs> and, and, and this is the way we think, right? We think that we, uh, you know, the withstanding aspect is, we're just going to be absolutely so weak and we're going to not going to be able to do anything because we just need to masturbate, look at porn. And, and our hope is that we can just withhold and withstand that we won't get to that. Well, actually the thing that God wants to do is he wants to make us stronger. He wants to make us more dependent on him. And if anything, when the next temptation comes, we can stand strong with our shoulders back, head forward. We can, we can come at that with confidence knowing that God is with us in that moment. And that changes us. That transforms us. We're not this wreck of a man or woman in that moment because we have God working in us and through us. And he's there. And he will provide those things. And you know what? The really neat thing that I found, Matt, maybe you probably did too. When you hear that voice, that, that silent voice sometimes, silent, it's not the right word, but that quiet, still voice. <laughs> God's not silent. Um, but where he's giving us a way out. When you give in or go towards that, the next time you're going to hear that voice a little bit more clear. Yeah. And the next time more clear right. and more clear. And eventually that will be the strongest voice you hear. And the, 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 sometimes for you, it might feel like someone's blaring a megaphone in your face with temptation. That's all you can hear, that temptation. That's all you see. You feel like uh, the weight of it crushing on you. And that's because when we give into that over and over again, we know this spiritually, we know this scientifically with our brain that it's that neural pathway, right? Easier to go to every time, um, the more that we do it. Well, the same thing happens, the really cool thing is the same thing happens with us with Jesus. When we listen to the Holy Spirit, we're going to become more adept at going there first. And, and this is a practice thing. It's going to take time, but know there's hope in that. Even if you think that, hey, I've gone to porn so much, I feel like I'm a slave to this, God's going to break you out of that. And we know that he's going to provide a way out for you so that next time, you know, think about what is God saying to me in this moment? Where does he want me to go? Where is the way out that he's providing for me? And act. And, and act as quick as you can uh, into, in that moment and move away. And next time, it's going to get a little bit better and a little bit better. I love it. I love it. Because we can always live in victory. Why? Because what Brad and saying so well, because Jesus has a victory. Mm-hmm. And when we lean on him, um, man, honestly, like temptations, uh, it's not just cliche or just a phrase. Like we can, we've lived it out where I, I get tempted. I'm like, God, God, thank you. I'm not where I used to be. Mm-hmm. Thank you that you've got me in, in victory and it's all you. And, and then it grows my relationship and my love for him. And I'm like, yeah. I'm so thankful for him. It's really cool. And then we've touched on it, but Let's dive into that second view of temptation is it's a teacher. It teaches us, and we've touched on it a bit for sure, but when when uh, when I get tempted, I often, especially if it's stronger than normal, like even these days, I'm, I'm like, well, what am I missing? Like, what am I not doing that I need to be doing? Or what am I desiring right now? Yeah. Often I'm not spending time with God like I want to be. Yeah. That's often at the crux of it when I'm not, when I'm feeling temptation on a greater scale. Than normal, I'm, uh, yeah, I, I look, I'm like, oh, I, I haven't been like enjoying the word or haven't been spending time in prayer. I've just been praying as I go and I need to spend more time in solitude with God. Like those are, that's often the case, but often there's also like, like heart conditions and things that we're really desiring. And when we're tempted, the response that we have to it can really teach us a lot about where we're at 
in our in our emotional health and our, our maturity, our spiritual health, health or maturity. Mm-hmm. So if you look at your response and go, okay, where am I giving in a little bit? Where am I justifying a little bit? Where am I getting close to the edge or what's causing me to fall? Um, that that it highlights a fracture in your life, something where there's a crack where you can go, okay, maybe I do need to spend more time with God. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm like keeping everything in and I need to have more people around. Yeah. And I, I need to have, friend, you're talking about radical transparency. Maybe I need to talk to people more <laughs> talking before, right, about, before right. I recorded about that. But maybe I need to talk to people about what's going on in my life. What is like a like a, a, a godly principle or something that God is instructing me to do that I'm not doing mm-hmm. that's opening the door to temptation right now? And, and then it becomes a learning experience. Yeah, there's so much to learn through this. And one of the neat things is, Learning means that God's teaching us, we're growing in that. But the thing about temptation and the opportunity of this is that what we learn from God is that we are 100% reliant on him. And that's a really good thing. That's a really good thing. Because if we did this on our own, we become self-righteous. It's about me. I can do this. And that's not a good place to be. Because really, for Matt and I, when we're talking about this, and I've I've heard this sometimes. I thought this way when I was struggling with porn. You'd hear a speaker talk about this and they just feel so other. They feel like they got it figured out. And what we would say to you is, you know what we got figured out? Jesus. You know, like, and we're still on a journey. We don't have it completely figured out. But what we mean by that is that it's God that's doing the work. We haven't cracked the code here in the sense of our own personal thing and we have our own righteousness that we can present before you. Our righteousness is in Jesus. And he's the one that does the work in us. We just have to go to him. And so that's what's really cool about temptation, the opportunity of it, is we become more dependent on him. And that makes us focus our eyes on him, not on ourselves. Because sometimes we are so focused on self and we feel really bad. We feel down on ourselves. Or if we're doing really well, the more dangerous thing, we feel really good about ourselves and from a bad angle. Like, oh, I got yeah. this figured out. And then what happens the next time you yeah. might fall? you come crashing down hard because your world, what you propped up about your thoughts about yourself no longer exist. Yeah. They're, they've been destroyed, right? Those pillars you thought are, are holding you up, which is yourself, they have come crashing down. God, though, is the one that does the work. And that's the key thing about temptation that we can learn. And one of the things, too, is sometimes we think temptation equals sin. And you might have heard this before. We're just going to you know, restate it. It's not true. What we do with temptation is when, when it becomes sin. So if you're having some dark thoughts, that's probably the enemy or past, right? That's working in your life. It's not, doesn't mean that you're somehow this darkness that, you know, reveals something about you. Um, sometimes it's temptation that the things that are coming in at your way, that's the enemy at work or past or whatever else. And, you know, the light of Jesus, well, when we go to him though, we realize pretty quickly though that he's using this to make us more like him. And that's the really cool opportunity about this. So just understand that if you're having temptation, it feels really strong. That doesn't mean that that's something reveals something bad about you. It just means you're more in need of God. And we all are, <laughs> we really are. Totally. And there's lots of different ways that that looks. Uh, I remember a couple months ago, I was feeling temptation one night. I was, I was uh, not with my wife that night, and I was I was feeling tempted, and I felt like God say to me that you're you you get tempted because you have this um, uh, desire to be wanted sexually. Mm. I was like, wow, I'd never thought of that before, at least not personally. And 
it was really good and enlightening. And so sometimes we need to just really draw into the Lord and go, what's going on here? God, mm. what? And that's something I ask from time to time is like, what am I wanting? What's my heart wanting right now, God? And sometimes he'll say peace. And that time he said, you know, you want to be desired sexually. I'm like, wow, cool. And so then there's, there's maybe a lack in that moment. Yeah. Okay, that's not yeah. happening. So what do I do with a lack? How can God fill me? Yeah. And instead of going like a victim, like, yeah, well, I'm not desired sexually, so I need to act out. It's yeah. like, okay, God, how could you fill this void that you've just identified? Mm-hmm. And we can go to Jesus and, and he can teach us because temptation can lead us to him versus temptation leading us to uh, to sin and to acting out. And then we don't learn anything because then we just get numb and we don't want to think about it. Yeah. And then we don't learn anything. So if we can have this mindset, like, man, temptation is an opportunity for victory, but also it's a teacher. Mm-hmm. And no matter what, like either way, it points us to Jesus. Yeah. And we can learn and, and learn him and depend on him, uh, learn his voice, learn his love. That's really cool. I love in, in uh, scripture too, like thinking, we always think about, Jesus and the Father being one, which they are, but Jesus also had a will that was separate from the Father's. Mm-hmm. Like he says, not my will, but yours. He says to his, to his when he's praying the night before he gets crucified, he's saying to his disciples, he's like, my spirit is willing, but my flesh is weak. Pray mm-hmm. that you don't fall into temptation. Yeah. And so he goes off and he prays. For him, you could say, not that it was necessarily, but if that were us, we could say that's a learning experience. So my my spirit, I want to do the right thing, but my flesh is so weak. Yeah. What do I need to do right now? I need to go and pray. And when we read that portion of scripture, it says that as he was praying, angels came and strengthened him. Yeah. And I think that that's so cool for us to learn that, that yeah. in temptation when we will like get on our knees and pray, uh, like the angels will strengthen us mm-hmm. and God's spirit will come us or, or come in us and we'll be able to experience him in a new way. And I just think it's so cool that Jesus had a different will than the father, but he was able to surrender that and pray when he felt weak. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. There's so much we could think about of that and learn from that. And I mean, one of the reveals too is, um, I mean, Paul talked about this a lot and he called it the, our flesh. So if you don't know what that means, that's our sin nature. We all have a sin nature that's desiring to go after sin. We have that. And we also have our spirit. And that's that's the two things that Paul talked are always at war with each other. And um, so have that understanding. We do have a sin nature. We have our flesh that is always desiring to just go to the deep, dark aspects of sin, to keep going further into that. So we have this enemy working against us, but we also have this sin nature that's at war in us. And so the more that we we um, enter into things like prayer, worship, gratitude, um, our spirit is willing, but that's the area where um, when we focus on that, um, we become more mature and have wisdom and understanding and ways to move towards God um, moving out of that willingness that our spirit has. We desire that. Um, our spirit desires that. We move in those endeavors. And you know what happens over time? It's not that temptation is never there. It's just that the resounding voice of it becomes different. Right now, for you, it might feel like it's the weight of the world. You know, that's all that you hear is temptation. Everywhere you go, you feel like it's just a crushing, crushing thing on you all the time. And um, and when, when we enter into our sin nature more and more, our flesh... Yes, that becomes our second nature, it becomes our normal. Um, but the same thing can happen the other way. You know, when we, when we move towards Jesus and 
we allow him to work in us, it becomes the other thing too. So it's not that temptation isn't there. It just becomes different in the sense its voice isn't as strong in our life and we know how to deal with it quicker. And so that's what Matt's talking about and that Jesus so perfectly models for us when he was in the garden. And um, how cool a visual is that for us? Our Lord and Savior was describing something here in, his, in the humanity aspect of him that he can relate to us. He understands what we're going through. He's not different from us in that sense. He gone. He went through what we went through, so he can totally empathize and sympathize with us and through what we're going through. And he cares about what you're feeling in those moments. That's why he wants to provide a way out because he loves you. And I think that's so cool. He doesn't abandon us. And that might feel like that because all you hear is that that flood of temptation that's always coming your way. But he wants to provide those ways for you, and he does provide the way out for you. But let's listen to that voice. And for us, some teaching things out of this, you know, learning through it. We talked about being in front of your laptop at two in the morning. (laughs) And we know that that's not the best time to often resist. But God will provide a way out in that moment. We can shut the laptop. And But let's back up a bit. What were you feeling a day before? And that might have been at the beginning of your temptation. Maybe your temptation was you had a pity party because... Something happened at work and that made you feel really bad about yourself. A little bit depressed, a little bit not recognized or seen, and you're needing that affirmation. That could be your first point of temptation. So if we back up a bit, God wants to provide a way out there too. It's not just what we think in front of the laptop at two in the morning. He cares about every point of our day and he provides ways out at every point of our day. What is your way out then? Think about that. Maybe it's worship. Maybe it's inviting him and praying, God, I am struggling right now. I really feel tempted right now to just go into a pity party and feel bad about myself and everybody. What does God want to show you in that moment? Pray, ask, recognize those moments where you're feeling bad and down. Because that's often where porn is pulling the strings at your heart. You know, it's pulling you in at those moments. And you might not look at porn um, until a day later because eventually just the flood of that, you're just feeling bad, bad, bad. And eventually you need some sort of release. So you go to porn and you think that'll make you feel better. So that's the, mo- the kind of the, the pattern that we go through. God wants to break that pattern. Start there when you're feeling bad. And that could be the point of temptation that God's teaching you through. Not that he isn't there in the moment, 2 a.m. in the morning in front of your laptop. He is. But maybe for us, we need to just recognize those points that the temptation didn't start there. It started much earlier. And we just need to be, hear God's voice in those moments. So what can you learn? What can you, as you're listening to this, what can you take from this in terms of changing your view of temptation, even preparing yourself for temptation? Like Braden's talking about in the hours before or in the days before, like Jesus goes into the wilderness and the fullness of the Spirit comes out and the power of the Spirit because he spent time fasting, praying, building himself up in the Spirit. And then when temptation comes, he's got victory. Maybe we got to build ourselves up more in the spirit. Maybe we've got to be more aware of our heart and just change the way that we think, change our mind and, and you know, focus on this new way of thinking uh, about temptation. So what could it be for you? Maybe it's something different. If you want some help, uh, Pure Freedom Journey is always available. And we also, if you're listening to this, when the week it comes out, we've got a new group starting on Saturday. And so you can always register for Pure Freedom at restoredministries.ca slash purefreedom and uh, and we'll get you info about the group. If you're interested, that's a guy's group. So um, that will help. Uh, man, it's so cool just being in 
walking in the light, being in fellowship with others, and uh, as Scripture says, to use Bibles, Bibles lingo, but um, but it's really cool. I'm leading that group too. We got different group leaders, but I'm leading this one. So love to journey with you if you're hearing this and you're like, I just need help. I want I want to change the way that I think. I just can't do it alone. Uh, I'd love to support you. So and did you hear that? Matt said he's leading this group. You better jump on that because he doesn't lead a ton. He's got he doesn't have a lot of time. So you got to do this one. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. You know what? Honestly, I I mean, I have a lot of fun and because of because I do the podcast and all that, a lot of people ask to be in groups with me. But honestly, all of our group leaders, there's so many strengths mm-hmm. that they That's have true. that I don't even yeah, have. So they're great. They're great. So it is it is really cool. Um but anyways, I I'm I'll let you say that, Brad. <laughs> I'm on just it. pumping your tires, buddy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So hope that helps you guys. And uh thanks for hanging out. If you want to leave a review for the podcast, that always helps leave a hopefully please a five star review. Mm-hmm. That'll help get the Six word star out if you can. <laughs> if you can. Um, what that does is it helps it helps us just show up in search engines when people are out there struggling, wanting help on podcast platforms, looking for something about porn. The more reviews that we get, whether it's a written review, which you could also do, or just the stars, um, that just helps people who are hurting get uh, get some help for weekly podcast. So, thanks for being part of our tribe and hanging out. We'll chat again. Thanks for listening. If you would like to hear more, please visit purevictorypodcast.com to subscribe. This podcast was made possible by the generous donations of our subscribers. If you would like to help support the cause financially, once again, please visit purevictorypodcast.com.